I'm Dr. Steve Victor Herbin III, and I'm taking it to the house. And I'm Dr. Timothy Hoover, and I'm taking it to the house. I'm C. Victor Herbin Jr., super fan, and I'm taking it to the house. Guys, we're on the back end of the NBA. The NFL is on and popping with free agency. We got quarterbacks moving. I don't know where you want to start, but I'm going to start here. I'm going to go with bidding up on our newest member, C. Victor Hoover, Herbin. Excuse me. I want to call him a Hoover. He's been in the family long enough. He is a Hoover. I'm a Herbin. We're brothers. Call it what you want. But C. Victor Herbin Jr. predicted that Aaron Rodgers was going to San Francisco. Well, as it turns out, he's decided to go to Green Bay. Stay in Green Bay. Story called it. That's the path of resistance. Beat up on Chicago. Beat up on Detroit. Beat up on Minnesota. Go to the uh, go to the playoff and lose. Get the best record in the NFL or the NFC and lose on your home court or field or whatever. That's a non-story. This is all about my brother, official member of taking it to the house because he missed on his prediction. That's my first take. I look at it this way. I thought it was a, I, I honestly thought that it was a very, very creative thought. And I also thought that that would have been a very nice move for the San Francisco 49ers. Now, given that Rodgers did decide to say, but I think Rodgers was teasing all of the NFL and ownership, the ownership there in Green Bay. But more power to him. I still think he's a great quarterback. And I still think that he has the ambition of winning one more big one. Green Bay Packers before he decided he's going to move on to place else. Speaking of which, I, I wanted to ask you guys, should Tom Brady have stayed retired? I mean, what's the point? I defer to you, Vic. I think, uh, yeah, well, I mean, looking at it, his season, I had no idea to really the numbers. He had, he was the least passer. I mean, he had a, a great season last year. What I think happened is an emotional decision. Like most men, when we make that emotional decision and we're not using any logic, we become reactive. I ain't playing this no more. And he's right. So that's 
weapon. He know he he has it in him. He goes on for a couple of weeks, realize the reality of outside the uniform, <laughs> kids and wife all day. He was like, you know what? I may have spoke too soon. I need to get back on that field. So I think it was an emotional decision. They had a tough loss. And you're coming off a Super Bowl championship season. So to 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 feel like you have the best team, uh, they had this out towards the end. Antonio Brown, you dealing with drama. He didn't have to deal with drama in New England to that degree. So there's a lot of this organization dynamics that he's probably been exposed to. His feelings are hurt that they lost again uh, or that they lost. So it's, very, it's an emotional decision. When he had a chance, a logic to in and realized I still have some in the tank. Uh, again, this is the microphone from his face too soon. And even shortly after he announced it the first time, you see some of his statements were changed. He kind of backtracked. He always left a wiggle room out. So I'm not surprised he came back. I just wish they allowed a man to be a man who was emotional at the end of a very long season that he felt like they had a chance to make it back to the Super Bowl. What you think, huh? I'm trying to figure out why did he retire? I think that's your point. He had a great statistical season and they fell a little bit short, but they made the playoffs mainly because of his play. So he had everything to do with their success. Why would he, why would he, why would he leave? I thought there was pressure on from the outside boys, not members of his zone, but their outside boys being reporters. This could be his last year. This may be his last game. This may be his last pass. All that kind of stuff. He wasn't talking, this may be it. He was just playing the game. So I think, like you're saying, it was a premature statement. I don't know if it was based on a motion or not, but I wish he had not said anything 40 days later. Here he is. He's back. Well, he never left, in my opinion. So uh, I think it's better, too, for the, for the league that he's in the game and still playing at a high level versus, like, Ben Roethlisberger, who clearly – you know, was around a year too long. So uh, go ahead, Tom, do your thing, and I may pick you up on fantasy. I know the odds makers picked up on, on as maybe going back to the championship and winning. So uh, a lot of things and pieces are moving because he is back. But I can tell you, I can tell you guys why he retired. Hey, Daddy, can we go to the park? Hey, Daddy, you go take practice. Hey, Daddy, can we go to the, can we go? To Oh, hey, daddy. And the wife said, hey, Tom, can we look? Hey, you know what? I'm out of here. I'm going back to practice. I could have 15 Antonio Browns, but this every day for 40 days, I'm out. <laughs> you might be Can't do it. There, I concur. <laughs> I'm out. I concur. I'm out. <laughs> you see that with <laughs> Hey, daddy. <laughs> Oh, other NFL news. Russell Wilson, I, let's talk NFL. We're here. Uh, Russell Wilson to the Broncos. Uh, the, the, the Ravens showing their defense. And, you know, Lamar being healthy is coming back. Agency. So uh, I, I expect the Ravens to, to, to make a lot of noise. It's interesting to see these pieces and parts moving, uh, coming together. Uh, was the first piece 
Russell being the second piece, and now what's going to happen? Uh, they're talking Cleveland, talking Atlanta, they're talking other uh, teams, and he has a, a no trade clause. So I, I, I just want to see another brother who's proficient and good at his craft back on the field. That be, uh, I, I like to. I opened it up. Tell me what you guys think of this free agency thing that's happening right now. Include Russell Wilson to the Broncos. Russell changed. Uh, interesting. It 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 looked interesting with him in the AFC West only because he did take the easy way out. You're talking about Patrick Mahomes, arguably one of the best quarterbacks in the league, and the Chiefs, arguably one of the best teams in the league. San Diego, uh, excuse me, Los Angeles Chargers. So you talk about Justin Herbert. So now you're looking. At Another high quality team, and they just whew, they just shored up their defense by getting Khalil Mack, Derek Carr. Uh, oh, you yeah. know what? What are you going to get there? Well, he is talking about AFC West that is stacked. Now, are they trying to live uh, the glory days of this inserting Peyton Manning, and now we have a chance to have a Super Bowl caliber team? Perhaps I know they as a team would be great, but will be competitive in the AFC West. I'm surprised he went there versus waiting a little bit longer and finding out what's happening in Houston or what's happening in uh, – he could have went to Indianapolis Colts, replaced Wentz. You put Taylor as a running back? You put Russell Wilson over there? I mean, that would have been perfect. And the AFC South is is pretty – I mean, the Tennessee who runs that division, hey, you, you go there to the Colts with Frank Reich, a quarterback-friendly head coach, he has to do some great, a lot more success, I believe, in that particular division. So I'm surprised how his agent played that one, but it's it's just good to see him get a new start. What do you think, Dad? Well, I I I I, I concur with that. I mean, I think Russell is going to do well anywhere Russell goes. He's he is a mega star. No one Carson Carson went went should have went. He should have went years ago. This guy has been the biggest among quarterbacks out of his class. And and no matter where he goes, you're going to get the same results. But unlike Russell Wilson, Russell Wilson is going to upgrade that team. Wherever this guy goes, wherever he wants to go, he should have went. He should have went three seasons ago. Somewhere, like out of the NFL. But, but wherever he goes, they will not be contenders. I, I, I will tell he can go to be with the commanders. He could go with the Eagles. He could go to look. The Jaguars would would be even worse with him. So this guy, one of those guys, riding the gravy train, getting paid. I'm mad at him for getting paid, but I am mad at him in the way he plays. This guy, how do you continue to get opportunities like that when you have guys that don't get maybe but one opportunity? This guy goes from team to team the same amount of money in contract and I just think it's criminal to pay a guy that kind of money to get that kind of production. He should Aaron, win. He was a quarterback to win. Right. Another sneaky signing is a Mitchell Trubisky to Pittsburgh. I think that's sneaky good because Pittsburgh just needed somebody who's a little more athletic, a little bit younger make the throws, make the plays, and and get out of pocket. So off-schedule uh, timing, just be able to do those things. Ben was 
statue back there. In fact, the statue was a little bit faster than he was. And so I see uh, what Mike Thompson and Mitchell and, and, and their defense, they're set. They're ready to go also. They, I expect them, the Pittsburgh Steelers, to go to the playoffs as well. So sneaky signing with Mitchell Trubisky. But, but can you do that with a Trubisky? This guy's a poor decision maker. You know, I watched this guy play. This guy, this guy does some bone stuff. And I don't, I don't know. I think that's a downgrade. I, in fact, I think I would start Haskins over, uh, over Trubisky. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, the question is, Trubisky or Chicago Bears and Mike, uh, a Matt Nagy issue. Uh, we know that there is a lot of yes. criticism on Mitchell Trubisky coming out when he was drafted because he only, only played a full season in North Carolina. So did they develop him the way they could have? Is Pittsburgh getting the diamond rough that with the right culture can take him to be – he doesn't need to be elite. I mean, again, you're talking about ASC North with Joe Burrow, <laughs> uh, Lamar Jackson, mm. and Baker Mayfield may get replaced by Deshaun Watson. So he doesn't have to do much other than be a great manager. Uh, they believe he's an upgrade to Mason Rudolph, but we definitely know he's not going to be the replacement in Roethlisberger. But can he manage enough to keep them competitive to at least make the playoffs, knowing that the defense will probably carry them? I think that's the part of the risky thing. Love that take. Well, I think great the mobility take. and the skill set – you know, I think the mobility and the skill set is there, but it's his decision making. And you're going to yeah. say Haskins' decision making is even better? I can't see that, bro. I can't see that. So I can uh, see his mobility is better. As a one, yes, yes. I, I would go Trubisky. His, his mobility is Haskins, better. But Tomlin, yeah, we'll see. Yeah, just again, just a my. And it's just a he's signing them, signing him, and he could be the quarterback of the future for them. I don't know. Maybe it's just a placeholder as a quarterback. Um, and then we got down here locally, uh, Cowboy Nation down here. Amari Lee, they didn't restructure or sign Amari down at the Cowboys. With the Cowboys, they still got the same coach. Big mistake. Uh, I don't see any improvement. Yeah, Zeke is still Zeke's. Yeah, man, Zeke. The running back Zeke in three years, and so <laughs> with Winston, uh, the Cowboys really not making a significant move. Uh, their line is still porous. Will they even make the playoffs? That is a question, and a lot of people are concerned here locally well, with the Cowboys. Well, the thing How is, the thing is, with, well, I, I think I think that the the, the Cowboys have uh, a much more deep-seated problem. And I think that they have players that can play. They do. But but I think that this trickle down from, from high-level management, ownership down to mid-level management, I mean, it's Jerry and Jerry's son, and then, then finally gets down to McCarthy. And I think that when you have non-foot, when you have um, non-football oriented Oriented, football oriented. You know, he's trying to feel this guy's trying to win games. Let the guy win the games. You worry about marketing and all this other stuff. 
let the guy cook. And that has been the problem with the Cowboys. No matter who's there, if Harry's boy, you can stay there just like that guy. You you guys know who I'm talking about, uh, Mr. Mr. Grant all the time. He, he, he ended up going up to Washington and got fired up there as the offensive coordinator. So, I mean, you know, if you Jerry's boy and you do what Jerry says, you can stick around a while. But Mike McCarthy is a proven court, a coach, and and he he can take a quarterback and make this guy like a Dak Prescott who, who's interested in winning. They're also talking about now, we're talking about the Cowboys, but they're also talking about Von Miller is looking at signing or perhaps was signed with them because Gregory is gone. And they're going to need somebody on that outside to be able to put pressure on the opposing quarterback. So I, I think that we are going to see a new look, a new look Cowboy, but it won't be for long because ultimately Jerry comes out of that box down to the sideline and he wants to be influential in, in how the game is engineered, the game coached. He needs to stay upstairs with his monkeys, you know, and hobnobbing with all these, whatever they are up there, you know, and, and Mike McCarthy do, do the heavy lifting. Stay out of it. If he stays out of it, they probably win a playoff game or two. That's what a problem is. Well, I think my, my, the teams will compete again. And I think they have play calling. To make. It's, yeah, it's play calling. It's being creative. Yeah, you know, yeah. Instead of, oh, yeah, know, running yeah. A beer, yeah. You know, offense, you know, play calling. So. I think that the team listens. That, that There'd be two people that would not come back if I was a coach of the Cowboys. That'd be that kicker. That's number one. And I think he's gone. Zerline and, and the offense. Whoever calls a dumb play, you run a quarterback down the middle of the field with 17 seconds left. Who does that? And, you, and you're running the, the passes outside in the back, get 5, 10, 15 yards. Who does that? Who calls a quarterback draw? Who calls that? Right. And you have no timeouts. I mean, you're just a fan, you know, and, and, and I, I mean, I love to see smart football. I, I love to see smart athletes. You know, I, I've, I've often heard, you know, as a coach, I can excuse a physical mistake. But I cannot excuse a mental mistake. into the music scene because I hear about you all around here in El Paso. Wow. Uh, he showed myself, like he showed me everything that I feel today is missing from everybody that, that wants to start. Like, the first thing, mm -hmm. you need to learn how to carry the crates. You need to learn how to love your equipment. 
So, now, when you're playing music, right, does it take you to a specific place? Every time. Every time? Every, I'm telling you. If I've mentored him well enough, he's at a pinnacle now to where I feel like he can rock with the fleet DJs. And boy, it's 600 of them. Oh, yes. Ooh. Yes, there's a lot of them. And you have to yeah. know your craft. Oh, God. You have to know your craft in order to be in that. Listen. <laughs> what you got on the Ravens? Our defense needed an upgrade. We, we kind of embarrassed ourselves last year. I just want everyone to understand one thing. While we were while we were ravaged and 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 handpicked by by injuries, we still made it, right? We still made it despite those obstacles. That should show everyone something. We couldn't finish with Lamar Jackson the last three games. So we did take the time this offseason to upgrade our defense because our secondary was trash. So it was like a patchwork secondary, but we just picked up Marcus Williams, one of the baddest bad, uh, ball hawking safeties in the league. So we have him back there, along with Marlon Humphreys, Marcus Peters coming back. Then we got Chuck Taylor. Oh, that secondary is going to be nice. We had the worst, the worst uh, interception rate in our history. We had the worst um, uh, passing yard uh, uh, defense in our history in our franchise. So definitely a, an off year for us. I look forward to from the defensive side what we're going to bring, and then offensively getting our running backs back. I really like us to be competitive. Now, while we were the Giants, the new kids on the block, Cincinnati Bengals, came and said, hey, we're, we did everything that you all could not do for the last three years. So our work is cut out for us. Again, this division now has been reshuffled. Uh, power rankings, Cincinnati Bengals. I will still put my uh, Baltimore Ravens number two, then Pittsburgh Steelers. The Browns, they're self-destructing. Are doing what the Browns do. Self-destructing. Mark uh, Baker Mayfield doesn't even know if he'll be the quarterback next year. So that team is is going down the drain. So it'll be interesting how the Ravens respond this next season. Uh, but uh, what we got eight months or six more months before kickoff. I'm excited. Uh, I, I'm very excited to see what the draft is going to uh, produce. So. Uh, I'm still my my Super Bowl and football hangover, so it's kind of sad again because the NBA is right now my Lakers are trash. So I talk about football all day because I don't <laughs> look at the NBA. <laughs> you know, I think that Baker Mayfield. I think Mayfield's big problem is he's still living in a stadium. He need to get him a house, and maybe if he get him a house, a real house, and stop living in that stadium, then then he might be able to win some ball games. He's just suffering right now. He has a that's breakdown because he can't afford to get a house. He can't can't afford to buy a house. His, he lives in the stadium. His biggest problem, he feels as though he's bigger and better than what he really is, and he needs to stay in his in his what limits his limits. And he's not that good. He threw an interception. Y'all know he the play. He threw the interception. Tried to make the tackle. Hurt himself. Tried to play through the injury. No, and he tried to do too much. Stay humble. He just needs yeah. a little humility. Yeah. He'll be okay. I'll go with Look, but you know, uh, I think go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, I was gonna go say ahead. he was that he was the same way in college at Oklahoma. The guy has a super ego, and and you know it's it's almost 
it, matter of fact, it is to a fault because now you're playing with the best of the best of the best. And your super ego is very, very small compared to the guys who could have egos like a Tom Brady. There yet. You need to really put in the work and you need to hone your craft and stop being big, that you're bigger than the team, bigger than the game, and find your somewhere where you can be most effective for the team. It's not about you, Baker Mayfield. It's about the team. Right. I was going to say, seemingly they don't need to do a thing. Let's go Rams. Let's reset. Do it again. Let's have another celebration. <laughs> uh, my brother earlier was talking about uh, the Lakers. If we can, we're going to pivot to the NBA. If we can, if it's okay with you, we're going to pivot. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the remix. Come on. This is the remix. Come on. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the remix. Talk to me. When I come through the door, I'm on the floor. You want to see my ass shake? Yeah. And when I move it around, you in the corner like that. How she do that deal? Remix. Uh, it's the beat in the meantime. See, I'm a crime. I keep the crowd jumping. Remix. Uh, it's the haters that hate the game and talking loud. They ain't saying nothing. Remix. Uh, it's the cheap pink dog. My boys, they put it heavy on the chizak. Touchdown, showtime! That's for the win! That's for the win! Touchdown! Showtime for the win! We're on these air. We should. We've been the last couple of years since we won the championship in 2020. Just Go. We won the championship and we were gloating, the two of us. So I'm going to be the guy when you play like junk, bunk, like booty, I'm going to call you out. Lakers, you're terrible. You're sorry. You're not worth watching. It's just that I'm an addict. I'm a Laker crack cocaine guy. I need my Lakers infusion on a daily basis that whenever you guys are playing, I want a game because I need to know. What everybody else is talking about. Because if you're my child, I need to know that I can defend you. And I can't defend you. Everything that they're saying about my child is true. You're sorry. You're sorry and you're sorry. You're old. You don't believe it. You can't catch the ball. So, Lakers, you're sorry. However, you're still my team. Love you to death. It's not about this season with the Lakers. It's about next season. I'm going to be fair. You're sorry. When you do good, I'm gonna tell you you're great. Good, but you're not, you're not even good. You're sorry, Matt. We move past. You're saying I feel sorry for you. So that's my Laker take. I'm really excited because I know the limits of the Lakers. I can sit back and enjoy the rest of the NBA. I'm looking at the Boston Celtics blowing up. You don't know that the new coach up there, first year coach, brother. Handling that business. Y'all started out rocky, but I'm glad to see you guys are getting it together. Brown and Tatum playing so well together. I, I look for you guys to be in the Eastern Conference Finals. That's my take. That's my take. Anything could happen between now and then. The Bucks 
without Brooke Lopez, you guys are not the same Bucks, but you're still formidable because you still got the Greek freak. He's a bad boy. Miami, I don't, I don't know. The Nets, part timey with with Kyrie Irving, I don't know. Uh, but the, but coming from the West, the Suns are that team. They need to be concerned about beat my Lakers down. In fact, I got a hundred forty piece on the Lakers a couple of days ago. And Draymond Green is back for the Golden State Warriors, and so they should get back to their championship ways. But that's just my NBA take. Uh, Big Vic, what what you got for the NBA? I, I my 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 biggest my biggest thing is Anthony Davis, and I don't I don't want to put Davis in that with guys like Sam Bowie, and the boy that came out of uh, the brother that came out. Ohio State a few years ago was supposed to be the second coming. Um, you know who I'm talking to this guy. And and uh, but Anthony Davis, the reason that Lakers are suffering is because the Lakers could not establish good chemistry. That comes based three, four games, miss 15. Play four, five more games, miss 10 more. I mean, you can't establish any chemistry today, and it really Screws with the team. Who's gonna? Who, who are we gonna? Who's gonna show up and and who's gonna take that? Who's gonna you know replace this guy? What what are the pieces we got to put together this week? Then uh, Howard goes down. I mean, just one thing after another. But it all begins with Anthony Davis. He stays healthy. I think that we have an opportunity to to be better than ninth place. Certainly, but he goes down and he. For, for six, seven weeks. You can't let what happens. Defeatist attitude prevails over the whole team. I mean, this team is is Westbrook. You run down the court and miss a layup? Come on, man. You could have slammed it. I don't, I, I, but when you're in a loser's mentality, when you have that as your shroud, you're wrapped up in, the outcomes are going to be exactly what we saw. Melo misses the last shot, the game-winning shot. LeBron should have had the ball. That was just a poor play. That's what LeBron get paid for. So those kind of bonehead calls, that kind of performance, and, and it's infectious, and it is just, it, it, it has killed the team. So do you keep an Anthony Davis, or do you Hey, give me somebody else. What do you do? What do you do? Uncle, I wish what I was do? disciplined in my neighborhood fandom as you are, where I can separate myself from the team. I wish I did not have that emotional attachment. It's messing my opportunity to watch the rest of the league. Now, when the playoffs start, I can say, okay, they're out. I don't have to worry about them. But right now, I'm going to turn on the TV because I don't want to see the the bottom, I'm thinking, wow, a chance. And that's a lead go from three points, getting down by seven, and then just getting blown out the gym. There are two teams that have not won 30 games by now. 30 games? 30 games. I mean, you, this is 10 years ago. That's a freaking Eastern Conference uh, all-star team. So to see, and LeBron is bringing it. That's the bad thing. He is the oldest person on that team. He's bringing it. He's, He's doing it. Nice. 
30 plus yes, years. Yes. You telling me somebody else can't stand up and help this man lead his team? That's frustrating. I would love to be the fly on the wall in the locker room and them games saying, What is he telling the dudes? Or they or in the other side, I hate of my them is maybe they're possum. Maybe they're saying, you know what? We just want to coast and then we'll do this play in tournament. We'll be ready. And then once that happens, we're ready to work it from the bottom up. But I watched it. I watched it on TV. I said, they're not that team. They don't have the ability to turn it on and off because someone like John Morant, he ain't playing with you. Devin Booker, them off that loss last year. Oh, they're mm. not playing. Boy. So mm. to see mm-hmm. what is in the West and then to look at the standings, even if we want to be the number eight seed, we are seven games behind the Clippers who don't have. Kawhi Leonard and PG. So we that and we got swept by the Clippers. Come on, man. So the other side, let's go to 10th fall to 10th place. Don't even torture me with a game that captivate my my attention to watch nest. Don't do that to me. I'm on the Eastern Standard Time Zone, and I don't to waste my sleep watching trash. And they don't have any sympathy for that. So I, I'm going to ask the question, and I don't want to ask the question, but um, is there a chance, if they make it to the playoffs, that they could do some damage, or is this season done? All right, ask the question, and I'm going to say no. Based on what I've seen right now and what they've done up to this point, no, no, and no. Matter of fact, it would be a tease. It, it, the basketball gods don't play that, where you're talking about a switch, turning on and off. They're not capable. They don't have that switch. If they had that switch, they would have demonstrated it, and they haven't demonstrated it all year long. And there's too many other teams that are in a comfortable position where you can win and rest, win and rest. They're not resting, and they're risking injury if you do these multiple games and more games and are necessary. So uh, you're already old. Next year going to be another year. So if, if it's lightning in a bottle, can that happen? Do they have a Rockies, a punter's chance? Yes. No. And I was listening to Stephen A. Smith. It was just yesterday. Um, and I agree with him. It's unfortunate. I do agree with him on this matter. Frank Vogel will be the fall guy. That's the Lakers. And he's doing everything that he can can I be an armchair quarterback and second-guess him, his rotations, his command of the locker room? I could do that, but I don't think that's fair because he didn't assemble this team. I think Blaine, yes, he deserves some because you got a head and the head is chopped off. But Blaine be a genie bus, uh, Rob Polinka, and LeBron. Nothing happened without LeBron signing off on it. And so uh, there's spread everywhere. We talked about that before. Uh, but to answer your question, no. As a matter of fact, I wish they wouldn't make it in the play-in games. Give it to another team. Let's go to, let's just change the channel, if you will. I'm tired of this channel. Let's change the channel. Move on from the Lakers. Reset for next year. That, that would be my choice. Vic? This is the conference finals? I mean, you talk about Miami, Milwaukee. Did you they have a, are they that bad? Are they that good? Bad means good, like one DMC says. Yes. So, really? <laughs> yes. 
It's their defense. Wow. They are one of the best teams in the league, at least the East. It's their defense. And then you got uh, – he was just – he's got – okay, I know everybody uses Kobe Bryant, the, the Mamba mentality, but the boy's a sniper. He's deadly. He's a bad old boy. And at his size – Coming off the Olympics too, can't nobody stop him when he makes up his mind. And on the other wing, you got Brown, who's now—they're both now passing ball, becoming players. So they're getting their team. You find a defense, offensive proficiency. Yes, yes, and yes. A lot of not a lot of people are talking about them because of star power, because of uh, Brooklyn. The Greek Freak, about Jimmy Butler in Miami. But no, do not go to sleep on Boston Celtics in the East, please. And if you hear me for the first time, you, you're not watching basketball. Not talking about you, my brother, but it's just they're that good. And I'm not a Boston fan, but I got to call real, real. A fisherman knows a fisherman. So what I like to do is to break those young kids down and say, look, we're not worried about the pros. We can't control that. Let's make you the best student athletes you can be. And I use this phrase, let's get your house in order. Let's build it. And once you get to the point where now you've got a presentation, now you, as you develop and grow, will be able to command the attention you need to be entertained for, for that level. But I said, most athletes, we knock that out of the box right yeah. away. We don't even focus on that. Hey, I, I'm excited for a playoffs, uh, NBA playoffs, minus the Lakers. Uh, let them lick their wounds. Let them retool. Let them come back. Reload it and ready to do something. Because I, I just don't don't play at my emotions anymore. Should I mean, you know, I, and again, I just think that they wasted a year, LeBron. But to watch the other up-and-coming stars, as stated earlier, Devin Booker's, you know, what is uh, what is the Greek freak going to do? Uh, Miami, I mean, there's a lot of other great storylines to watch these next couple of weeks as the NBA uh, gets ready for this next season. It just, again, it's embarrassing. It's embarrassing for Lakers to do that. But you know, it's also impressive that at the beginning of the season, we're looking at the Los Angeles Lakers and the Brooklyn Nets. Both teams suck. Now, we'll see what Brooklyn wind up doing, but I told you a year and a half ago, I said it, the Kyrie factor. And the Kyrie factor did what it did. You start out with a big three with James Harden, Kyrie, and KD. James Harden said that's enough. So it's interesting how that imploded within a year and a half. So it, it, it'll be interesting moving forward to see what happens with Brooklyn. I know they're still fighting uh, right now during the uh, the playing tournament stretch, but they also have a game winning streak, so that'll be interesting. But again, Kyrie factor is always something to marvel at, either on the court or off the court. He's going to give you something to talk about. Yes. Well, we're at that hour already. Time has flown by. Two takes. 
I want to dedicate this uh, show to my sister, Herbie Dean Herbin, the wife of C. Victor Herbin Jr., the mother of Victor. And I just want to say you gave us a scare, but God be the glory. And so I say, that's going to be my only take. I'm going to close with that. We dedicate this to you, Dean. Love you. Continue to get well. I'm out. We'll see y'all next week. I just want to say that uh, I, I'm I'm glad that we will have Major League Baseball, and I, I was really sweating it there for a moment. And just think, the first week we have all Dodgers, man, I just can't wait. And 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 I'm too. This year, the Dodgers can make a a, a good run at it. Uh, I think they have pretty much the nucleus, and I think that they're going to be a force to reckon with. And I'm looking forward to Major League Baseball. I just love Major League Baseball. As a fan, I watch all the games. All hey, basketball might be a watch, but there's hope for LA because the Dodgers are coming. I don't care where you are in the world. Yes, NFL is my go-to. Super Bowl is yes, the NBA right now. I'm as well as I already spoke about the playoffs because my Lakers are trash. And until baseball starts, I can watch the Dodgers do what they're going to do. I got something even better. Christmas in March starts tomorrow with March Madness. Someone at school, someone in the office, someone at home is playing with their office pool, that tournament bracket. It's on. So I, 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 I have about three or four tournament brackets going on just thinking who's going to make it. I don't care who makes it, but you cannot tell me it's not an exciting time of year for a sports fan. So tomorrow, one, get out your stubby pencils, look at your brackets, find out what team's going to bust the bracket, how long is, will it last, is the exciting time again, and just think, a year and a half ago, we couldn't have March Madness in person. We couldn't have March Madness. So to see how much we missed, about to gain, with having March Madness, a full season of college basketball, we had to be excited. There's a lot of this pandemic and it starts today. So again, enjoy tonight on your March Madness Eve. Snuggle it up in your blanket. Get your cookies and put them in your, in your fireplace. Get hyped. It's here. And tomorrow at noon Eastern time, you watch that tip off and you're sitting there trying to watch a little bit. You're at the, your cubicle, but you really ain't watching. You're not, you're not paying attention to work. You're watching the game. You got to minimize on your computer screen. Just start acting like you might get sick. Go to the break room. Watch the score. No one's working for the next three or four weeks. So enjoy it. So, again, I will see you all next week. It's been great. Thank you all for tuning in. Thank you all for that break that we had uh, you know, inside baseball. You know, because Dad had called Aaron Rodgers making a trip to San Francisco, but you saw creatively we weren't airing for about a month, then he had to go ahead and get out of our system too. That's two losses in a row. The, the loss of the Bengals and then the loss of Aaron Rodgers, so we had to protect some. Anyways, I'm sorry. I thought we were all I just say, you all see you on Twitter, Facebook, holler at us, enjoy it. We missed you. Take care. I'm out.